0: Uh uh um, word, best
1: word for it. Lost my words. Hello Tom. Hello, Dana. What is going uh, on? Uh you know, well, you know, uh in, engaging in a recording of uh two guys talking toys. Oh that sounds like fun. Can I join? Yes, coincidentally, I I need a second guy. Well, that, well, that works out. So, uh, yeah. what what what
0: what happened to the last guy?
1: Uh, you don't want to know. It, it involves uh, a bag of lime and a shovel.
0: maybe possibly a farm of
1: pigs. <laughs> that would be much cooler. Pigs are expensive <laughs> these days. Folks be broke. That is true. They are they are some hungry hungry animals. Not not quite as hungry as hippos, but they're they're pretty darn hungry. Right, but if you could just feed them marbles, you'd be all right. See, you'd be
0: look. set.
1: I have a bag of marbles right here.
0: You're set. You're, that's good for like two hippos. Right.
1: Why do I have a bag of marbles? You may ask. I don't know. In case I have to set like a Home Alone booby trap at the bottom of the stairs, maybe.
0: <laughs> that's right up there with the uh, uh, the, the, the the pair of uh, heating utensils to make sure they can't get in through the front door. Right. Right.
1: Uh, hey, did you get anything new?
0: I did actually. It is somewhere to the right of me. There we go. <laughs> it's not like I surprised <laughs> you with this. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're supposed to be buying stuff. I'm constantly buying stuff, even though when I, even though I shouldn't be. So mine is good old, good old dusty. Oh,
1: yeah, I mean, I've you passed old, it fourteen times in the last three days, so I didn't yeah, pick it up.
0: Good old battle cat stripe dusty. I am. I I am on board for Tiger Force. And I love that I, I, I don't remember offhand if they if the the, the the Battle Cat colors were there in the originals. Were yeah, they there yeah, in Dusty, the Yeah, Dusty Dusty
1: was that color. They either had the green color like you're looking there or or the gold stripes.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. Yeah.
1: Uh well, like Dusty was that color and I think I wanna say uh Flint had black with yellow stripes on his jacket, maybe. He's these are all. These are all going straight to straight to Battlecat. So the fun thing
0: was, I actually managed to find this online, uh, fairly fairly cheap. So, uh, so if you want, if you were, if you have not gotten a hold of Dusty yet, uh, this this one this one's yours because I can get another one pretty quickly. And I well, I like Dusty. Kind of you. No, I I didn't pick it up. Yeah, you, I was you,
1: considering when we were at Target the other day buying them, and then uh, you convinced me that I could find them cheaper somewhere, and then I have yet. To do the yeah, search
0: yeah and this was very much an impulse buy so if you you want this dusty you can you know, I, I i don't need that dusty tom your
1: generosity <laughs> is is just overwhelming <laughs> uh you owe me <laughs> just kidding, i do i do well, plus you know you're my uh my plus one and two guys talking toys so. <laughs> this is true uh, uh debt paid so yeah Instead of like giving a, a corsage or something to be the plus one, I get an action figure, which is cool. So sad news, I don't have anything new. Good Aww. news I did I did get a rescue today in the Aldi, oh, nice. The Aldi's parking lot. And he's a very tiny little uh mule or donkey. Looks like he did sit nicely on the bottom of an eraser. Huh. But he's a smiley little cute guy. Oh, that's hilarious. He he
0: looks like um Oh, what's the name of the? There was a show. You remember, remember Elliot from Law and Order? Yes, Elliot Stabler. He the show that he did after that, Happy. Oh, yes. With the weird like you and unicorn yeah. magical friend thing, that's what that looks like, except it's green.
1: Yeah, it does. Friend of mine, look, he, look, look, he'd sit on the back. You know, uh, God, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Christopher or something. He did the voice of uh, the Green Lantern in the uh, in the animated movie.
0: Oh, I don't remember his name
1: offhand. Yeah, but
0: He'll that come is to really
1: me at like two in the morning.
0: That is really cool. Yeah, it's my little rescue. We'll we'll join you. He's so bright of...
1: green, like he stood out.
0: <laughs> Which makes you wonder how he was abandoned to begin with. How do you how do you miss that?
1: These rotten kids, they don't care.
0: They They get pencil
1: toppers all over. (laughs) So, uh, what are we talking about tonight? He's gone to a better place.
0: All right, so, as as, as you recall... And he won't have
1: a pencil shoved up his butt.
0: (laughs) It'll be a nicer, easier existence. (laughs) So, if you remember last week, so I... Last week, one of my pickups. I know it's, it, look, listen, it was it's, one of my.
1: It was one of my blackouts last listen, week.
0: Listen, it, it's getting it's getting more difficult for all of us every time, every day, every hour of every day. Uh, so you if <laughs> you recall last week, my pickup from PowerCon was was Tanger, and yes. my my first thought, aside from how how cool he looks and how neat he's going to look hanging out with the uh, the, the, the the primitive beast man repaints, mm-hmm. my other thought was I'm going to change his head. Because I I love cats and lions and tigers and things, and he would look really cool with like a cat head. And I'm going to do it by getting a cool 3D print. I'm going to print it, and I'm going to tweak it, and I'm going to put it on there. So that would, I would be one like, bad dude cat. Yeah, and I like that the like I said, the, I don't mind that he has gorilla proportions. If anything, that makes it more of like an interesting creature. Because right. why is there this cat creature with? Giant forearms and kind of stubby legs coming at it. it's like you. It's terrifying.
1: Just escaped from uh, Skinwalker Ranch or something.
0: Yeah, or the, the island of Doctor Moreau after he's been on a bender.
1: Yeah, you know that's like a show exclusive figure that you're just gonna rip the head off of.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna throw it away. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, 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 I feel like a still... new head on him would be great. And this was something that I did a lot. Oh, uh, our topic is 3D printing. <laughs> oh all right i forgot i asked you a question because it, 3D, it's 3d printing all right three three yeah 3d printing and i it's a it's another topic that i honestly think could be two episodes don't worry people it will only be one episode
1: oh we can't do the but hat trick two episodes <laughs> we, we'll just abandon us in mass all right enough enough right so <laughs> this you know if we did two episodes of this it would be the uh tom's soliloquy on uh 3D printing. So let me let me tell you what little I know about so, 3D yeah, printing. What, what do you what do you know of 3D printing? I know that it's an older technology than most people think about because Yes, it's and, actually been around uh, since the 80s. Yeah. And 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 if I recall it was um so I, I met a guy at a show a bazillion years ago and it wasn't it wasn't like a convention like we go to now. I was mm-hmm. I was working. And it's called The Idea Show. I don't even know if they still do it. This oh. was maybe uh, 2005, 2006. And uh, I was working for a uh, a material converting company. They did a lot of things for a lot of different com- industries, right? <laughs> and so we would go to The Idea Show and we would try to find something cool that we could incorporate uh, to try and expedite our production and uh and marketing and things of that nature, so there was different like, technology stuff marketing, like um like when Salesforce first came out, that sort of c r m software was at shows like this, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember walking in the door first off, and this very enthusiastic guy had a little plastic gizmo that had gears that would move and mm-hmm. and yada yada, and he was proud that it was three d printed yeah and i was I was flabbergasted, and the funny thing is with everything moving my first question was and this was like i said 2005 can you make toys with this and and he was like uh yeah yeah, we probably could but (laughs) but when it was done like i think like in the 70s um it was being practiced but not like we think of it today like with a Mm -hmm. plastic over like they would do like liquid metal over a substrate you know and and the reason why I was interested in it is because we had just we we made uh, articulating paper, mm-hmm. and we sort of cornered the market. That you know that you got a bite on it, yeah. at the dentist, and it's mm-hmm. got wax on it, and it'll leave color on your teeth, mm-hmm. and then they can see where the peaks and the valleys are in your teeth, and they can adjust right. So we um, wanted to do that ourselves, and we bought a machine that was early, like turn of the century technology, and it was it was simplistic in theory so it was a roll of paper right and it would go and get hot wax put on it and then it would roll over another roller which was big and it was metal and it was filled with cold water and then that would coagulate the wax on on the paper and then we could cut it to the size we needed but being turn of the century technology if something broke we wouldn't be able to fix it So I was interested in this guy because there were old um, metal nozzles. And if one of them broke, I could replace it with a 3d printed nozzle that I wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. So my introduction to 3d printing was through this very enthusiastic guy, but it was industrial. It wasn't Mm -hmm. recreational and it was big machines doing it. And they were expensive. Like, but I like I don't know even know five six ten thousand dollars for those kind of machines. That sounds about right. And then he turned me on, and and I started talking about toys and science fiction and geek stuff, of course, like I always do. And uh, because I I didn't really want to work, I wanted to talk about geek <laughs> stuff. And uh, he turned me on to a short story, like a sci-fi short story. I vaguely remember it, but I I do remember some parts of it. It was it was like a nineteen forty-five short story by Murray lean art or something of that nature murray something with an l Mm -hmm. and in that short story he was describing a machine that would use uh uh what was the term he used magnetophonic or magnetophonic plastic Mm -hmm. that would come through an arm that would draw something in midair and create it so once again we're talking about technology that came out of the idea of sci-fi and a lot of the technology <laughs> that we take for granted at one point was written about on sci-fi like the FaceTime like when we watched yeah. the Jetsons right yeah when, when the, we were seeing FaceTime I, right FaceTime um, like the microwave
0: what was that on Star Trek where they introduced like this this box you could put your food in it would yeah. come out you put it in cold it would come out hot uh yeah.
1: I'm waiting I, I gotta tell you about the first time we got a microwave like a person came to the house to demonstrate it and uh, put a marshmallow in there, and it got big, and they popped popcorn, of course, and it was a big to-do. The thing was, like, monstrous, though. Like, a a toddler could have slept in there.
0: Our first microwave, my mother would make us leave the room when we used it. Prompting, <laughs> prompting the question, Mom, why if it's that dangerous, why did you let it in the house? <laughs> right. So it went from this <laughs> it
1: big was dangerous, but <laughs> right. the, the percentage was like, like technology. A... That always yeah. makes me laugh. When you go to the dentist, they put a lead <laughs> vest on you and then they shoot you in the face. Right. <laughs> but anyway, we digress as usual, but now like those giant industrial things that we talked about now are now sitting on people's desks. You have one, mm-hmm. right. And, and now it's a little heated nozzle, right. That's layering plastic on itself thermo thermoplastic right mm-hmm. some kind sort of thermoplastic and uh, and that's it that's all i know about 3d printing
0: oh, okay well, you're you're pretty you've you've got you've got it in a nutshell and it and, and it it did start off as uh much more yeah like kind of an industrial usage uh it it, it was used for manufacturing yeah like industrial parts pieces uh people might be fam- are probably familiar with the term autocad uh, and CAD just stands for computer aided design. Right. Um, but it was, a, it was applied to things that were probably considered a lot more practical at the time. Yeah. Like, like pieces of machinery. We need replicas of this, uh, we need, and then when, once AutoCAD began, it was, and then a lot of people who may have Wasn't there another one class, that had like
1: a weird, weird name, like, uh, something right out of like an old sci-fi, like MakerBot or something?
0: There is a MakerBot. Uh, right, that, that, is, that actually I is I knew that one too. Um, but yeah, like it was, uh, it became this the shift was slow uh it went from yeah like big industrial machine parts and we just needed to create uh, like a new hose for this or or a little turning piece for that uh and then right. and then automobiles because that you know that was becoming more what well, we need uh, you know a new tiny piece that we can stick into the engine i know nothing about cars so you know they, they do construction they, now
1: can like mm-hmm. they 3d print Buildings, houses, because the construction industry is so wasteful and, you know, you can read all about 40% of our carbon footprint comes from construction, but but 3D printing is much cleaner.
0: It has way more, it has way more practical usage than, uh, than I think, I think it's growing faster than people want to accept, uh, and there's a lot more things that you can do with it, people just need to do it, uh, but getting back to toys,
1: um, yes. the, let's go back to toys. the
0: original yeah we 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 were all as collectors we were all fairly familiar with the toy making process where originally it was uh you know wax models clay models uh you would make your you would make your mold you would do your casting and you would go from there and then slowly it started to move from especially with the change over the technology using ca- computer aided design to now design your product and actually start printing that and even if it wasn't the the whole figure at once it became like little by little and I remember when I was in college and wanting to figure out how because I was trying to get into molding and casting because I knew that that was a that was like a way to make your own piece and there were people that were making uh like their own sort of action figures and producing producing them that way Uh, but like the beauty design was the way was going to be the way of the future and it was becoming more and more uh, <laughs> a lot more, a lot more of the standard, right. uh, and then as we move further and further along, we now hit the point where oh, I want to say, let's say two thousand five, two thousand five-ish or so. A friend of mine, uh, he got really, really into the idea of three D printing, and he was able to get uh, to get in touch with a company called Formlabs. Uh, which a lot of people were probably form with. labs, form labs. Uh, okay. and they and they that was
1: still expensive at that point, wasn't it? Didn't oh, still, really, still uh, super like, expensive. Even, it really came into its heyday, you know, affordability anyway, at, around 2010, 2011,
0: right? Yeah, and even I, I want to say even a little bit later than that because hmm. if you were if you're looking at but for, form labs, who makes the uh, people may be familiar with the, the form one, and the form two, those machines were. In the upwards of two three thousand dollars to invest in uh prior to that you people were experimenting with again my uh, uh friend of mine he was experimenting with uh filament and having the spools of pla plastic where you would it almost almost like a sewing machine where you would run you would run the thread through this machine and you would have you would have like the spool set up on the side the thread itself of of plastic would run into this machine and it would have like a cross section on top, almost like an etch sketch And mm-hmm. it would come down and it would, like you would, you would program in, or you would do, you would take like your 3D model and you would tell it you want, you want this thing designed. And then it would come down and it would draw and then it would layer up as it went. Um, which was cool. And you could tweak it to kind of get what you wanted, but it was very, you uh, you the texturing was unappealing. Uh, mm-hmm. you could not get right. fine you could, detail you could see with the filaments, the, the you slices, could, yeah. Yeah, it was almost like, like if you just had a, like a ton of really thin legos stacked on top of each other. Even if it looked kind of like what you wanted it to look like, you still had that that texturing to it. You just couldn't the, you know, the ideal is to have action figure like like just full smooth mm-hmm. plastic and you weren't going to get that with, with a filament. I'm sure that they've advanced since then. But that was that was not the way to go at the time, so then he moved on to uh form lab uh and they were they were still kind of up and coming, but they had come up with a, a they were using resin instead of the spooled plastic, and resin's a whole other ball field you have right. you have different
1: uh and that's the step up right that's the
0: I feel like it's a step up. I know there's a lot of people who are, are kind of loyal to filament and they have done some really cool looking stuff, but resin is kind of where, yeah, you know, that that's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, and you can get different kinds of, of resin to do different kinds of things. And it, it's funny that you mentioned the, uh, the dentistry aspect of it, because now Formlabs has a whole series of machines that are dedicated just to dentistry. Um, to
1: like make dentures the, and that kind of thing?
0: Oh, yeah. Re- uh, replacement teeth, uh, dentures, wow. uh, re- uh, caps, the whole nine. And you can and you can 3D print this stuff now. So you can get that once you once you make that impression, they can then take that, scan it in. And now they have like a 3D model of your teeth or nice. whatever tooth that
1: right, whatever it's to replace, supposed to be. Yeah.
0: And then they can just print it. Uh, and it's this multi-million dollar like subsection of their their business but they also do a lot of uh they've become much more aware of the collector base because it, it all seemed to kind of yeah. explode at once in 2000 I want to say 2012 2013 um there were a lot of people and I I, I wandered around in the transformers community um and they, there was a lot of people there who were kind of messing around with people. Boy, listen,
1: he doesn't actually mean that he walked around a village filled with Transformers, because then he would have never come home. He's talking about people who enjoy the Transformers <laughs> franchise.
0: I may have had to come home, because if I did stumble across a, uh, a village of, say, like Micromasters, you're you're telling me you wouldn't have picked up a bunch and t- forced them to transform uh, and I yeah, just well, you just know. because, I mean, it's kind of fun. I I would have been their gargamel to the to their being a smurf. List. Like it just <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have worked out too well for, for anybody the smurfs, involved. The smurfs but come
1: I, up a lot on our show.
0: That's because they're they're terrible and they have it coming. Uh, so, <laughs> terrible so the,
1: little trolls. So in the in the
0: uh, in the transformers community, there were people that were starting to to create um replacement parts or replacement bits. And right. maybe, like like a new head for a character or like someone's gun, because whatever gun existed wasn't the same. But there was still kind of no way to produce it unless you had you know x number of thousands of dollars on top of a program. And the programs have come a long way since then as well. Right. The, you know, way back when the the computer aided programs were really, really difficult to figure out. Uh, in my when I went to college, computer animation was was super duper new, and the people who were teaching it, barely understood what it was. So trying to figure out 3D programming on your own, much less designing something for an action figure was like unheard of. But there were a few people right. that had figured out how to do it. Since then, there have been programs that have been introduced that make it a little bit easier. Um, and in particular, uh, uh, a program called Mesh Mixer, which is-
1: which Mesh is a pretty-
0: Mixer? Yes. Okay. Uh, there is it. It's it's a very basic program, but it allows it. You, it being very basic, allows you to do a lot more things than you normally would with a program that has a lot of uh, uh a lot of restrictions. Uh, like say a program like Sketchfab, which is okay. which is also a good program, but very very much more uh, like if you were making gears and things, like it's very good for that kind of still stuff.
1: has that uh, industrial history built yes. into it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now current current standard is a program called zbrush and that is what you'll hear kind of just about anyone that works in 3d sculpting uh that's the program they use it's like the it's like the adobe photoshop of the 3d printing world everyone uses it um nice. i i have been attempting to teach myself to use it with varying degrees <laughs> of success or rather lack thereof but uh it's been uh it's been something that you can you can design what you want you can then take those files and using whether it be a i think i believe form form labs is probably up to their form 3 possibly mm-hmm. 4 by now uh, but there are more companies have jumped on like they started to realize hey this is a this is something that we could probably you know get in on uh enter right. a company called elagu <laughs> and despite Wait, the weirdness Ellen of the- Goo? Uh, Ella Elago. Oh. Okay. That would be an
1: unfortunate name for Miss Ella. If her name well, is Ella Goo.
0: You know what? There are people wandering around right now who are over the age of twenty named Cloud and Sephiroth. So I mean right. Right. Uh, how terrible the names are.
1: You know, I gotta uh, tell you when, when I, 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 I moved away from the production, right, and and 3D printing for a long time. Wasn't really in my head. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I knew it existed. I knew there were good things. Being, I mean, they were even doing artificial hearts, mm-hmm. things like you know what I mean. Like there are good things happening with with uh, with three D printing. Best of all is the toy industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't say that again because the American Heart Association will come after me and then <laughs> put them on the list. Put them on the list. of people coming after. Us. But it But, but it, like even speaking to you when we first started talking out. I don't even know how many years ago now, but um, like your experience and you telling me what you're attempting to do. And, and I'm not a tech, I'm not a technology guy. Like, I, you know, I'm not exactly a Luddite, but I'm not a technophobe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I use technology when I have to, but I don't mm-hmm. seek it out like yeah. you do. And you've got an eye and ear and nose for how to use these things best. And, and, and it's an interest of yours to, like you just said, teaching yourself to me, and uh, like customizing, like we we've gone to lots of shows with custom stuff and we've even done interviews with people who, who are doing really good things. And um to me, like the idea of it, the, the technology that does it is, you know, now that it's come into re is, is easy to understand yeah how it's done mm-hmm. technically like logistics of it how it's working is easy to understand the thing that boggles my mind is so you tom have because you you've got an artist brain right so you think of a character like oh it would be cool to have this character and that artist brain of yours creates it in your head you know the face you know the body type the weapons because that artist brain has painted that Onto your internal retina, right? And now you're sitting at a computer and somehow you've got to take this image that you would normally sketch and draw mm-hmm. beautifully and create points on a computer, X and Y and Z axes, and get <laughs> this thing off your internal retina onto a computer screen in a 3d rendering and that that to me is wizardry like like people who can draw well like i could draw it takes me a long time like this this you know i could draw yeah. and there's a dr doom up there that i drew but like i could draw but not in the way that you can and and i and I'm, i want to hear about how um, these people who are doing great custom things like we've seen at the shows and, and and you're figuring out how to do, how does that design like the logistics of the printing, the actual physical event is easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Hot plastic nozzle sliced. How does the design happen?
0: Um th- honestly, I'm still t- <laughs> I am still trying to figure that out. Like, like as far as the like broad the, strokes the, the, as, as far as like the programming and whatnot there there's not i guess there's not really much to tell um if you are able to wrap your head around going from a a 2d image to a 3d design uh it's 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 drawing but in 3d if you for even, even though that like that sounds simplistic it's it very much is not uh the, the program itself uh you have to manipulate, you have to take, you know, whatever. A lot of people have different ways that they that they sculpt. Uh, ZBrush is very multifunctional in that it allows you to maybe sculpt by bringing a lot of, uh, uh, like, symmetrical shapes together and then smoothing them out and then, adjust, you know, uh, uh, manipulating them from there. Uh, so it has can- that
1: pyramid look, like those old, uh, like, 80s sci-fi movies where everything's sort of triangular and then you're just yeah. kind of smoothing out those, yeah, you those can, rough spots okay yeah, so there's,
0: there's a lot of squashing like and
1: very stretch- very max headroomy but smooth
0: yeah there's a lot of squashing and stretching that goes on there's a lot of uh, uh like meshing of, of of uh objects together Squashing and there's-
1: stretching sounds like me getting out of bed in the morning
0: <laughs> also also if you're a uh an, an early early level looney tunes cartoon <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like a cephalopod getting out of bed. I just kinda, <laughs> I just kind of squish over. I lean more like the slinky. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of noise. Sometimes I make it over. sometimes I don't. Um, but you what a wonderful toy
1: you, you are, Tom but,
0: but you um the 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 program itself is amazing. The thing that that fascinates me the most is being able to design in it and then put together something that, you can then, you can print. You can print that at home. You could also have oh, one of the one of the things I, I forgot to mention. There are uh, companies that started to notice that three D printing is something that people want to do for you know for industrial for you know whatever. Mm-hmm. There was a, a gentleman named whose screen name was I think was Doctor Strange Fate, who started Doctor same...
1: Strange Face?
0: Uh Strange Fate.
1: Oh, so it's like Doctor Fate and Doctor Strange had a baby. Strange yes. Fate got it.
0: Yes. Uh, and he started putting to, putting out these. Uh, th- there there was a company called Shapeways. Uh, there is also another company called Sculptio. Man. A
1: lot of plugs there, tonight. A lot of plugs.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a ton of different uh, uh, companies involved. There's a ton of different artists that I'll be bringing up. Um, <laughs> Strange Fake was one of the people that I noticed first. Um, he has started producing these beautiful looking 3D skulls, but he was actively separating them into joints torsos heads and one of the items that i wound up purchasing off of his shapeway store was this figure here uh, it's, it's probably a little difficult to make out but he had these warrior yeah, actually, characters and they were amazing this is a how articulated art- is that oh there fully, you go it's it's fully articulated you can wow you just it's you just boogie down it is a it's, it's like at the time it was almost like marvel legends style yeah articulation it has so, it to, has a, so to do it that you have to 3d swivel. print it's got...
1: each one of those parts right and then connect yes. them so,
0: well the thing the thing with shapeways there's there's uh it's it's such an interesting process there's so many different ways that you can 3d print depending on the machinery that you have at your disposal shapeways has a even though it's resin they have a powder version of resin and the way that their technique happens is that they they'll they'll have a vat they'll have a vat of of this powder and just like the the regular resin three printers where you have your vat of resin you have the plate that comes down and then a laser is shot up and it cures just one layer of it that happens with the powder for this figure
1: so and the it... the laser gets shot into a pile of powder yes
0: and it and literally then like... it
1: pierces and then and then you kind of like blow the powder well, away and then there's a figure in pretty... there pretty much and the, wow and,
0: and the crazy can i thing do that is, with
1: the uh the packet of cheese for the mac and cheese that i get uh depends on if it's american cheese or not uh, you, i don't i don't actually think you, it's actual cheese you it's may like, you may
0: have to add the flavor packet from the robin noodles to get perfect to get the exact kind of figure you
1: want i'm on it um but you but the, <laughs> your figure's horrible yeah but mm, delicious salty <laughs>
0: also super articulated the, <laughs> the way that the way that you are able to um i i i don't know this, this the specifics of it but you are able to if you wanted to because of the nature of the powder resin you could print this entire figure assembled and then take it out of the vat and then just start moving it around dusting it that's off that's like dusting a- whatever hogwarts
1: it's, level it's, magic to me
0: and Resin has now kind of achieved that same, that same level of complexity where you could, like if you printed a chain, depending on the way that it was designed, you could just print that chain and not have to do the individual links. And mm-hmm. once you remove the supports from it, you're all set. Uh,
1: Man, I, we've come a long way from the Play-Doh Fun Factory that you and I had when we were a kid to make- We
0: really have. And my, to make
1: things grow hair.
0: It, it amazes me, that the implications of this within the toy industry, has always blown my mind, because we're, we're now getting, we're, we're hitting the point where, you know, customizing is one thing. Um, having a, like, Hasbro right now has the selfie series, which is, which is fine, which is great, and I like, and I'm, I'm glad that they're, they're opening it up just a little bit more, but can you imagine if, you know, just like the microwave, just like a lot of our, our home uh, appliances, these are becoming a lot more User friendly. They're becoming a lot. The the, the prices are going down. Uh, availability is going up. Uh, the uh, the The first three D printer that I actually own, and I feel like it's almost a rite of passage for people that try and get into the wor- the, the world of three D printing, to own a horrendous piece of garbage first. you, you have to buy. A something that looks like it's going to do the job you want it to. I'm do. glad you're
1: not giving out a name. A horrendous piece of garbage like. Oh, I'll give you a like, name. They're like I'll, the 3D Smarttron <laughs> 4000. Right? I'll get. I'll give you a name. They're, oh great, it, let's get another company it, on board. It's called
0: Daz. They they had a Kickstarter.
1: D-A-Z? D-A-Z. They had a I Kickstarter. You said Dad. At first, I was like, "Yikes! Is he?" am I'm, I'm real That's... mad at him right now.
0: It's, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have it out. But it was, it was a, uh, they did a Kickstarter, I supported it, They we got the, the, the premise of the machine is great. The actual functionality, non-existent. Is the, that the, the thing
1: you have with the, the, like, glass cube?
0: Yeah, it's got, it's got, like, the amber coating on it, the, everything about it, like, it should be the perfect machine, but the coding for it, any, all the, 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 all the, the, the system information that should make it go, just terrible and I am nowhere near a computer programmer so I can't get it to work so it just holds down all of my papers however <laughs> the Elegoo Mars maybe you could put a big fish in there <laughs> all the water would fall out of the bottom <laughs> but the, the the next step for Plexia. me because I couldn't I couldn't afford a form one or form two because they were still they're still kind of pricey they're still they're worth it but they are they are kind of pricey and they're up there. They actually. So what are we have, talking?
1: Uh, three four grand.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're right. if you're looking to get, I mean, the form. Can put form it on layaway? Three, uh, I don't know if they have, don't know if they have payment plans. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh the the form three is probably going to run you about yeah anywhere from from two to three grand possibly more and then you have to pay for the resin itself. Now, granted, Formlabs has, and this is kind of the next uh issue that you run into with with 3d printing is what kind of resin you want to get the kind of consistency that you want because you don't want a super hard plastic piece because it's brittle it'll snap you want Mm -hmm. the the goal has always been to get that plastics that as close to plastic as possible so uh form labs had a a resin that was called durable which was real close to plastic quality not quite not quite rubbery it was it was it was you know like the name says it was durable so you had a little (laughs) bit you had a little bit of give but it wasn't like rubber and it wasn't so brittle that like it would snap if you if you start twisting around great for making uh joints for elbows and knees uh so i i always wanted to get a hold of that but the resins that are made by the company Elagoo, those are fairly close as well and i believe probably a lot of people that make that have 3d printers uh the the gentleman that we met at uh legions con oh i love that thing when you bought
1: that i was so yeah who
0: made these 3d prints like the 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 gator skull the dragon i bet i'm I'm i love the idea that
1: you could buy those and then you somebody who has talent unlike me who would just splatter them with whiteout uh (laughs) can actually paint them and make them look good like like the big boa that you did was fantastic and uh it's, it's, and, I love that piece. I love it. And um, this is
0: and this is why I like. I get so excited with the idea of three D printing because yeah, you know, we we have we have the technology to do it now. It's becoming a lot more affordable. A lot more people stronger, are able to get faster, those. Better, yeah. A lot more people are getting these in their homes. And now, can you imagine a toy company of any kind saying, "Here's the new piece. Here's the mm. new head. Here's the file for it." print it and add it to your to your collection because there are people that are doing that there are people that have fully who who are creating like full 3d action figures online and you can Uh, get those parts like
1: you said earlier parts weapons heads gear uh and then people are then printing like you know the straps and then adding uh soft goods to it fantastic i I have a question for you oh yeah go ahead So you said before about how this could potentially impact the toy industry, right? Now, do you think, like, when do you think that switchover is going to happen where big toy companies are moving away? I would imagine most of the designers now are doing some sort of CAD design, Mm -hmm. and then they're going to the sculpt. You know what I mean? But like, you know, there's always that layover of like old school sculptors making the toys and then... Mm -hmm. And then the CAD designs and then the 3D printing. I, like, when, like how, what are your thoughts on that? How this is affecting the culture of making toys on a, on a grand level?
0: I think it's going to come down to when, when the actual toy industry, and I mean like the toy makers like Hasbro, Mattel, uh, Spin Masters, those guys, when they start seeing a changeover in their money. As long as people are willing to pay for the figures that they're getting right now, Mm-hmm. Uh I don't see like they they themselves will use 3D printing. Like that's not going to go away.
1: Right. But I keep thinking like to how AI is affecting like the screenwriters guild right now. Mm-hmm. Like are we gonna see that kind of thing happening?
0: So I, I think that um when when you look at the what the industry is doing right now when they're when they're producing action figures. Like we'll we'll stick just with action figures right now. Um I don't think that the I don't think the hand sculpted route is going to go anywhere anytime soon uh and i don't know if that affects smaller companies that can't afford to do like 3d printing or whatever but i 3d printing is definitely going to be something that is used but i don't know if it replaces like hand sculpting like hand sculpting is not i don't foresee that going anywhere uh anytime soon 3d printing though is definitely there's definitely going to be a lot more like it's expanding like it's just that's just how it's going to be. It's going to replace a lot of what were like the the uh, the, the large scale uh, prototypes. Those are still going to exist, except they're going to be 3D printed two ups. Um, I don't I don't foresee us. I, I don't want to say it's completely over, because it's because it's not. People are still going to do it, but I think more of that's going to lie in the realm of actually 3D printing that stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and then moving forward from there the i think it's all going to come down to money um because because physically creating action that figures, paper money yeah like right i mean and it just comes down to the fact that for decades and decades the institution has been it's it's still molding and casting it's still right, giant right. machines making molds, and, and that's where so much of the event that's it's so molds. hard that's why, yeah, that's why it's so hard for Master Mold to kick to like, he's gotta do Kickstarters to do, <laughs> to make more, more Sentinels. Uh, and I think that's why a lot of, there are a lot of Kickstarters that you need that initial investment to get the molds made because that's where a lot of the cost is. Whereas if it was 3D printing, I think eventually, and, and this may not be for another 20, 30, 40, 50 years, where they start saying, you know what, instead of having these gigantic industrial machines that are just that are just pressing action figures and doing injection moldy plastic, why aren't we just using resin? But I think that may also be part of where the where the wait time is. We don't have a resin that is one a one-to-one replica of ABS plastic that we see in action figures. Like right, right now, like I can take I can take an AWOC figure and say, this head is cool but i want like a different head so i can i can 3d print one but the the texture of this this resin does Mm -hmm. not match the texture of this plastic
1: right right and
0: until it does and until uh you would have to try and camouflage
1: that with your painting and your
0: yes absolutely i mean and and it works and it works great and and honestly this this kind of resin is is way closer than what we had even like that's five years ago. The,
1: that's not the this durable is, that you spoke of.
0: No, this is not the durable plastic. This is just regular gray, uh, regular gray resin that I printed on the Elukum Mars, which mm. you know, and, and it's you know, it's 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 fairly close, but it's not. Yeah, quite it's there great Yet, from and what I, I've seen, your stuff is great. And I think that if it if it hits the point where you we have a resin. That can do what they need plastic to do, like one to one, exact. Maybe 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 better because then if you if you could work out like the tolerance issue for joints,
1: mm-hmm. even
0: better. But I think if we hit that point, then then you'll see like a rapid changeover. I think that uh, uh, toy companies will move to start getting rid of the, especially if it's cheaper to do. Like I I don't know how much plastic versus resin costs. Um, right.
1: Plus, I, I, plus, you need to break out your chemistry books and just make uh, make something better.
0: That's not. I'll just make a new element, like uh, like Tony Stark did in that movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> How true. hard could it be? Yeah. Uh, but I but I think that once once we start seeing that, once that happens, and once enough companies realize that it's if, if it ever becomes more financially feasible to do three D printing, like just on a mass scale, as opposed to the injection molding. Then we're really going to start seeing a change, and that'll be and inter- that'll be interesting to see because your your production times change. Your your I don't know how quickly it affects the quantity, but if if like I said, a place like Shapeways in 2013 could print a fully assembled figure from scratch. So you know so now you get into we no longer need to have those. You know, we always see those rows of. Uh, you know legs and heads and torsos and they're like now they just have to put them together and we'll ship them off right. what kind
1: and, of murderous place are you going to
0: uh the same place that we discussed earlier <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, a lot of pig sounds in the background there <laughs> it's 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 both for disposal and motivation uh, but, right but yeah like it that kind of thing like th- 3d printing especially if you're able to print a figure, like I mean, like a fully complete figure from top to bottom, and your only concerns then is the paint. I don't know, because even that can be machine applied. If you get to the point where right. you've got a fully printed, you've got a fully printed figure, you then move it on to to just a machine applied a uh, uh, bunch of paint ads. and then I don't I don't know what goes into like the boxing, but it, I. It, it's it's amazing to think that that this is this is the direction that we're heading in.
1: Right, and, I don't and then doubt they're that... sending somebody back to kill Sarah Connor.
0: Absolutely, all nine yards, and it's all because of three D action figures. That, that's what the real war against the machines yeah. is about. <laughs> it's John Connor being <laughs> like
1: three D printed mechanical men coming back in time to kill you because yeah. you knew it was coming. You said it right here.
0: <laughs> like, look, John Connor. John Connor said, "You can't put this three D painted alligator skull." onto a mythic legions figure that ruins the timeline and i'm like but how it's i like cool. that
1: alligator head i saw that it's, and i wanted to put it on
0: it's very neat and it's like it's a it's all, figure and, there, and there's all kinds of like smaller just little things about 3d printing that kind of has an edge over our traditional printing styles with the you know with, with molding and casting little things like undercuts um that's a thing that you can't, you cannot print the, the way the way that so, so many things are designed. They're done in such a way that if there's a detail that is kind of like down and underneath on a yeah. on a mold or on a uh, on an object, you can't mold and cast it that way because it'll catch when you're trying to pull it out of the mold. If you're 3D printing though, that goes away. There's like the, you ah. you don't have to make a secondary piece. Yeah, you don't I didn't have even to, think about that. You don't have to cut down on the detail and you can just go and that's you know it, it makes such a big difference because there's so much you know if you're designing something you're like oh I can't do that that's an undercut if that's gone you know it, it, it removes so many limits so I'm dying to see where this goes there's so many there's so many places there's so many people right now there's so many talented individuals that are cranking out tons of 3D stuff and you know, again we, we saw so many of them at legions con yeah um, a lot of cool stuff they are kind of like leading the way in this march towards having fully produced 3D action figures. And I think I, it really is just I think the money that mm. is keeping it from becoming the new norm uh, online in like a se- in more of a secondary manner. It kind of already is the norm. We can go and get three D, like new three D pieces for almost anything now. You can get three weapons and uh, new torsos, and there are people that are and so. And backdrops
1: talented. and thrones yeah. and, uh, I mean, any number. There's that place in uh, Retro Relics, shameless plug. Yes. That we will have space selling stuff soon, and <laughs> they, uh, you know, they've got Magneto's helmet and all kinds of cool stuff, and and actual action figures as well. Um, and, maybe not the quality like you were just showing us with that head, but you know, fun. Yeah, fun. it's it's people playing around with it. It's it's that that I feel like we're
0: at that maybe like late 80s, um, like early nineties Toy Biz trying to figure it out stage when it comes to 3D printing. Not mm. that not that stuff is bad, it's just we haven't had it enough. We haven't done enough with it. Even though we've there's been a ton of things that have been done, not enough. Where eventually, I, I fully believe that 3D printed action figures are just going to be the norm, mm. uh, and that's when the larger companies will either they they will either have already taken notice, or they will there will be a shift. Just like there was that shift from like hand drawn animation to 3D. Uh, mm-hmm. There will be that technological shift where they'll say, "Okay, well, this is what we're doing now. Uh, you can you can still kind of do the old stuff, but we're phasing that out. Um, right. And then, ev- and then eventually we're just gonna we're just gonna have here's the new piece. Here's the new and like I said, like once once it gets to the point where so many people have a three D printer, and maybe and you know and maybe things advance to the point where resin becomes <laughs> slightly less toxic." you you what uh uh disclaimer everybody made out of we'll, uranium that'd be we'll awesome just, yeah we i mean there were those sets in what like the 60s the 50s yep. where it was like here play with uranium
1: We're how could put it you possi- should put it in watches to yeah, make them glow
0: how could this possibly go wrong i uh, uh once we start getting to the point where maybe resin becomes a little bit safer like we already have normally if you're washing off a like a, a 3d printed piece you have to wash it with with alcohol uh, to make sure that there's nothing left, because you don't want to touch it, you don't want it on your skin, you don't want to, you, you certainly don't nice. want to eat finger food after it. But we're hitting the point now where you have water washable 3D. Uh, I'm nice. sorry, water washable resin, and you know, just tiny steps towards it getting cleaner and safer. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, we can just print stuff at home. There was yeah. a there was a video game. Uh, I don't remember the name of the company, but there was a there was a release of whatever game it was. And one of everyone does those pre-release bundles. Their pre-release bundle included SEL files, which are, are, are 3D files, of some of the weapons for the game, which oh, meant nice. that you could 3D print those. And I was like, that's brilliant. Make more make more of those. Yeah, can... so the
1: video game came with the SEL files that you could print out the weapons. Yes. That's awesome. That's cool. And it's,
0: and it's just I... it's it's exploded into so many different places, cosplay. uh uh, tabletop gaming uh and 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 of course action figures it is the march towards (laughs) not to not to sound like uh uh, like a doomsayer but it's it's a march towards the inevitable like we're Mm -hmm. absolutely heading towards a world where 3d printing is going it's already taken over the concept phase right it's only a matter of time before it hits the production somebody's gonna come up with some
1: uh you know um Uh, some uh, some way to make it done cheaper yeah and and that's when it's going to when somebody figures out some what the next step that makes it more productive in a in a cheaper way that's when it'll it'll take off i'm glad you picked this target uh topic today uh (laughs) because i learned a lot and you used a lot of words that i don't normally use so that was great (laughs) Uh, and I'm glad you picked this one because, it, like I said, I had a very limited view. Like I, I knew when it was in the like, in the in the new phase for mm-hmm. industry, but then, you know, it wasn't something that was on my radar anymore. So I appreciate it. That was a good topic. Good job, Tom. Thank you. Well I'm, glad,
0: well, I'm glad you had. I'm glad you brought information from from like your your earliest encounter with it because I actually wasn't familiar with with that. I I knew of say like AutoCAD onward. So that is Mm -hmm. today we both learned something. And I'll have to add the other one. And that's one to grow on. (laughs) (laughs) Now we just need barbecue to break in making robot noises. (laughs) That's right. So. Listeners and viewers and subscribers and new people who are listening for the first time, thank you for joining us on an episode of Two Guys Talking Toys. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed it. We would like to hear from you. Uh any thoughts that you may have on the topic of 3D printing. Let us know. Do you have 3D printed stuff? Are you a 3D are you a 3D sculptor yourself? Because I am fascinated with it. I can't quite do it myself yet. Uh, but get a hold of us on Twitter. Our handle is Two Guys Talking Toys. That is the number two, no G after the talking. Or you can get a hold of us through Gmail. Uh, that is Two Guys Talking Toys. The number two, no G after the talking. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please please like the video. Please subscribe to the channel. Drop us a like. That will help feed the YouTube algorithm. Uh, so until next time, take care, everybody.